welcome to Commagers. I'm Brian Costello. I'm Jim DeSanto. <laughs> and I'm a ghost. <laughs> the ghost of humor past. Yeah, the ghost yeah. of a young Katie Curran. <laughs> good, good, good. So much going on, so much. This is the, I mean, and what better film to deal with than this film? A film which posits a reality in which you can date Demi Moore by just singing a hermit's hermit song um, as long as you're Patrick Swayze doing. Mm. Mm. I can touch Demi Moore if I'm willing to be, um, what's it called? A receptacle, not mm, like a oracle. No, like the person that receives um, a conduit, a conduit, a conduit. Oh, no, maybe. Uh, uh, isn't that no. the thing? Uh, we are talking the Academy Award winning possession film. It's kind of possessed, kind of yeah, uh, ghost. A word. But first, as always, we ask the most pressing question of every episode: What is everybody <clears throat> drinking? A vessel. 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 <laughs> vessel. Yes. I am Definitely having. A I have a little bit what? of a scratchy throat, scratchy so throat. I am yeah. having some uh, some tea. Some black okay. tea and from Harney and Sons Paris Blend. I highly recommend it. It's fantastic tea. And and your vessel to drink that in is really cool looking. Thank for you. People who just it is a good vessel. It's a mug. It's a, it's, it's that a was mug. a Kickstarter. That's a special no, one though. That's uh, like yeah. That's a special well, mug. True. It's, it's really um, really nice. I have to say that after dry January, I've been trying to decrease my evenings of beverage and. When I realized it was only Wednesday, I was sad because I really wanted to drink tonight. <laughs> and then when I came downstairs and remembered, because I saw you in the studio, that we were recording tonight, I was happy. Yeah. And I it's am drinking wine out yeah, of a mason jar. Just, yes. <laughs> the real reason we do the show mm-hmm. it gives you an excuse to drink on That's Wednesday. Correct. Uh, I am drinking Newberg Brewing Company Mega Boss IPA. Mega Boss. Mega boss, delicious. Not a little boss. Home of an occasional visit from Egbert Brewing Company. Nope, don't want to talk about him. Well, I feel like we're getting closer to the actual season where Egbert should exist. Like Egbert should be an Easter egg. Yeah. The fact that he's a Christmas egg is what makes it all wrong. He's an Assassin's Creed villain, and I'll have not. I'll hear nothing else. (laughs) I can't wait until you two meet Egbert, and I might even get him on the podcast. Maybe we could get him on for an episode. I don't. Does he talk? Oh, and I also yes, he does talk to him. He like knows your name. Everyone's looking at both of at us twice because we were on Brian's screen twice. That's okay. Nobody's looking. Well, then nobody cares. (laughs) Uh, Okay, it is time for the rundown. Of this classic, <laughs> we got a comment, Brian. Sorry, Sorry. we're gonna have to start that one again. Yeah, because John Brooks made us laugh. <laughs> he said, "Apparently, I haven't tuned in in a while. Why is Brian in what looks like a kid's room?" Oh, because there it's is a—it uh, doesn't look like it's transformed into the studio. Unfortunately, today. John no. Brian is abandoning the the studio, <gasps> so he has moving. sold that studio Tom and is moving Boston. to a new place. So relocating it is, currently it is a kid's, staged it's a kid's as a kid's room. Yes. That's for the child they keep in the basement. Mm-hmm. Yes. His name's yeah. Brian. In case, in case, yes. <laughs> That's this is where I sleep. Um, all right. It is time for the rundown. You Tell us answers. about Ghost. 
Every time. Every single Every time. time. I don't know why. I, I don't. Yeah, mark it. You know, do you need some like, nail just, polish? I'll put at this point, it would feel on. weird if he. <laughs> If she puts right. nail polish on this thing, I'm going to... Oh, that probably would Burn the building down. Yeah. Mm, you don't even put nail polish on your nails. No. <laughs> I only keep it around the house to mark things. Yeah. Oh, my God. Doesn't come off. Uh, I hope I have these names right. I have no idea. Jack? Is that nope. his name? No. Nope. Couldn't possibly We're going to go with it. Jack has a financial analyst's brain, a dancer's sexy little body, and an artist for a girlfriend. Oh, and a shitty best friend. His best friend's shittiness is so shitty, in fact, it leads to his tragic death. However, there are some things that death cannot tear asunder. The Golden Gates are still at half-mast, while Jack takes care of one, <laughs> one more job. <laughs> Wait, what? I got this. While he takes care of one more job, protecting the woman he loves, with a little help from a mystical whoopee G, of course. Oh now, what's God, this man's name? A flag they're, they're is all, at half mast. The gates they're, they're can't are. be at half mast. Well, I, I thought it was like a jar. Like, I know. This is a film that literally has five characters in it. There is only. Yeah. Five I was trying to imagine Demi Moore saying mm. the man's name, and I swore it was they Jack. They don't even show the Jack. The, are you there, Jack? What is it? No, Sam, Sam Wheat! <laughs> Sam Wheat! Damn it! Oh my god. <sighs> it's Listen, a whole thing I, in the movie. I know we even commented can, on it. Can you can you tell me what Demi Moore's character name is? Oh, I would because have no it, idea. Because it breaks a huge Jim Santa rule. Oh, Demi. Characters say the name. No, Demi. Oh, he does. Oh. He says Molly. Actually, so that's Molly. Many times. Yeah, Molly. Says but it he so is many a ghost, times. so yeah. maybe that's yeah. appropriate. I guess he's he, looking he for her. Trying to get oh her. my gosh. Uh, okay, it's time for uh, grade of the week on a scale from A plus through F minus. Where would you rate ghost, Jim? Oh, you guys go first, please. I got. <laughs> I have to take in what you guys right. say first. So I give this a B. This is an entertaining film. This is not a great movie. But it is a fun movie to watch. I would re-watch it. I think a lot of people enjoy it. It has huge problems, but you're willing to just ignore those because it's Patrick Swayze. Yeah. Uh, I am going to give it a B plus, mm -hmm. And I am going to jump ahead of the game here and say that this movie is the most rewatchable movie that we've done this entire year. This oh, would be my king of the hill. Wow. For what we've what we have seen. So it is far a fun movie year. to watch. Yeah. Um, yeah. Are there flaws in it? Oh, sure. A absolutely. But you literally just let it go. You just yep. don't yeah. care. And I, no, you I, just laugh at them. I'll yeah. pile yeah. on a little bit and say I, I will give it I'll fall in my normal range of you guys and give it a C plus. And I and that's pretty good for me. And I think again, like the things that I typically harp on with movies, the things that really deduct points usually for me are pretty bad in this movie. Like the plot and like character stuff is really bad, but the acting is pretty incredible, and the actors are so um likable, yeah. I think, yeah, except for Fritz, but but that's, but, that's but point. yeah, 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 <laughs> mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think they're all great, and so like it does, <clears throat> I guess that's what I need in order to like give a film a benefit of mm -hmm. the doubt sometimes so mm -hmm. i'll give it to it all right i, all right. Like it. I love it all right so people 
love this movie. Yeah. Love I it. get it. I totally um, get it. And listen, we've had a few of these. And Carl. I want to say um, that we've done so far this year. So, I mean, we started out the year with more probably films that mean things to people than we usually do in a row here. Yeah. We did Titanic, Father of the Bride, and now Ghost. Mm-hmm. I think Ghost is easily the most entertaining of the three. Absolutely. Yep. 100%. By a, by a good margin. Yep. Um, yep. It actually played better. Now, I'm not saying it's a better film, like the production of it and stuff like that. I understand. It's not Titanic in that respect. And you can quibble about like Titanic as a movie and it being better. This is exceedingly more rewatchable than Titanic. Yes. Even though and you have to watch the death scene in in all. Yes. It's a fun movie to watch. Yes. And in terms of like Father of the Bride, like that didn't. I don't know. It's not. I, I feel like this movie is kind of more timeless than Father of the Bride. And you would assume like Father of the Bride and the story idea behind it, like father giving away his daughter and all that stuff would be more timeless. I think this has aged better than Father of the Bride yeah. has aged. Well, I mean, the, the characters in this movie are, are kind of real people. Yeah. And the relationship yeah. <laughs> feels legitimate yeah yeah it's hyped up a little bit but it's sure but like but like they they show i mean like yeah i don't know i'm just way more into these characters like i'm interested in what they're doing yeah i'm interested in the plot that they're kind of laying out and like kind of the emotional journey that they're on whereas in father of the bride i just want to slap everyone and say grow the fuck up and that's part of my that's my problem with father of the bride. Yes, like, agreed. Yeah. Agreed. So yep. so okay, so ghost. Let's talk about what makes ghost a film that people are really drawn to because I do think that I can start And this. again, again, it, I think that it's more relatable to me. I saw things in this more so than I saw in Titanic and Father of the Bride that make people having connections to it. So what do you think Jim, like what jumps out to you in that way? I think it's the shirtless demo yes. that the movie yeah. starts. Oh, yes. Is that how you're doing your demo, by yes. the way? And why are we yeah. not yeah. live streaming so, that? So on here's our the thing. Yes. Page? The the uh, off the top of my head, the only other like majorly popular movie that has a more egregious male shirtless <laughs> scene is Magic Mike. No, Top Gun. No, that's no, different. Magic that's plot Mike is about strippers. <laughs> yeah, that that's plot related. <laughs> in in Top Gun, it's the volleyball scene. Uh-huh. Yes. In this, but, I mean, but you would be topless playing. And... Men would take their shirts off to play beach volleyball. Yeah, but in, not not like this. They're jeans? like they're wearing jeans and they're oiled. Mm. They're like oiled up. It's really okay. strange. Yeah, it's, it's very you, interesting. Yeah, it's very. We're actually gonna do Top Gun. I was gonna say, year, have so we really not done Top Gun? We were, we were waiting, waiting for the new one the, to come uh, out, and it's yes, been okay. delayed for almost okay. two years. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the movie starts with the three main characters demoing a wall in what appears to be the new apartment of uh, Patrick Swayze. And but we Demi don't Moore. know that yet. 
they're just it starts very yeah it's kind of mysterious really, the, the, the tone of the opening of this movie very yeah. dark the, the, they're all yeah, they're the, mass ominous dark. music yeah. there's ominous music very it's odd like choice this, yeah. music. and then it goes bong ghost and you're like holy shit like i forgot that like i'm like is this gonna be scary but you're hooked yeah. my god i mean and then right it's from like the beginning and then I'm the in. tone totally shifts and it's like we're two men with sledgehammers and this is my well, this is my lady and we're gonna our lady we're, we're, this is our collective we're, lady we're very we're very sweaty and and we're gonna get all and this dust all over we us can do it is such a strange yeah totally opening but i'm all in but i think the reason honestly the reason that people love this movie is um patrick swayze oh yeah i think he's the he's the main guy and i think i also think there's something interesting with like the super the accessibility of the supernatural stuff they do in this mm -hmm. you know it's not overly complicated it like doesn't Beetlejuice, make like beetlejuice where it made no sense at all well the, yeah and this makes no sense at all either and not we can talk about that later but yeah there the, you know i think it's easy to understand well they do i mean and there's part of it that's like yeah it's cool it does i mean Depending on what your vision of whether there's life after death is, the the premise that they posit is pretty simple, right? That right, like, right, right. No, I'm talking about the rules of being in the afterlife. That, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Jim was really concerned by the physicality and lack and lack thereof, like the like the I have no problem going upstairs and and walking on a floor, but I can't. Being a ghost in a bottle cap yeah. was a struggle. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, no. Well, they, they did talk that through. It was more of the like landing on the maybe. floor versus walking through a wall. Like that was your struggle. I just thought like, the CGI budget was low, so they couldn't have him floating. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Had him anyway, floating. that was that was, that was funny. But the basic idea of like you know most souls go one way or the other, right, but a right. few of them are stuck for some reason. Yeah. That, I feel it's like agnostic to to yeah, some extent. Yeah, but yeah. and I think a lot of religions have some notion of that, right? Yeah. Um, and so that that works. And I think the appealing piece of it is that a lot of people want to believe that when their loved ones pass, that they are still around in some kind of a way. So I think yeah. this movie plays on a very um, hopeful notion. Yeah. You know that. That that person is still like there. Yeah. No, I I I completely agree, and I also completely agree that this is Patrick Swayze. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, this is like uh, it's so interesting because when you think about Patrick Swayze, I mean, he was obviously big because of Dirty Dancing and this movie, and he was a big movie star. But I don't know. I, I, there's not tons of movies that he did that you think of. Too long, like, thanks for. With love from Julie Newmar. Red Dawn. Do you know that was? Do you know that uh, movie filmed part of that movie in Cornwall and Hudson, New York? I did not know Toulon that, but Field. I love yes. everything the man has done, and I think there's also like just a a, a lore to him as a human being. Mm. Like he's just one of those people that like you never heard anything bad about him. No, people loved him. Like yeah, he, you know, there's just something hearing, genuine um, about him. Hearing. Ethan, I think it was Ethan Hawke talk about him because uh, aren't they both on the in the Outsiders? No, Ethan Hawke wouldn't have been in the Insiders. That was Cruz and Rob Lowe and yeah, uh, Mach, Ralph Macchio. I forget what movie they were. I thought they were in a movie together, and I forget which one it was. Um, but yeah, he he basically just said like Patrick Swayze is like 
a unicorn. Like, he can do everything. Like, he knew five languages. He was dancing. He was riding horses. Like, he was, he was awesome. one of the best athletes he had ever seen. Like, it was just... He just went on and on talking about it. But, uh, yeah. There is something about the way the man... I, you know, the dancer piece of him. Yeah. The way his body moves. moves. Oh, it was oh, Rob Lowe. You never it, take your eyes off of him. It was Rob Lowe. You just never take your eyes off of him. Well, the, the, the interesting thing, too, is that this movie, I think, works for many people because of him. Because otherwise, this is not a film, I think, that would be overly accessible or enjoyed by males if you didn't like Patrick Swayze. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what draws you in. Because really, it's almost like a lifetime movie plot. You know, this is, or, or like, it, this is not a film... I think that is well, geared towards necessarily let's not downplay the allure of Demi Moore at the time that this movie was made. Well, yeah, she was she definitely great. a big ticket item as well. Mm -hmm. She was, but yeah, I, I would like um, to just share a quote from Aileen if I could, yeah. that I took down immediately upon watching it. <laughs> uh, oh, no. The film comes on the, they pull up into the is this um, about the loft. side boobs. No, the loft. Why and she is goes, she not also topless? That's what I said. No, 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 no. She said, uh, well, that hair ruins it for me already. Oh, <laughs> see, I think uh, it's so interesting, but I feel not like the, the hair haircut. Bad. It's bad, but it almost it's, it's almost necessary. It's, what's her name's hair, too, from uh, chances are. Yes. Well, so, I mean, that was, and that was absolutely a, a style of the time. The, the pixie cut was in at the time. That's not the pixie. Well, yeah, it is a pixie cut. Uh, and, it's, kind of, but, it's kind of like a listen, cut. Demi Moore has a little bit of like that over the top supermodel quality to her. Cutting her hair in a like every woman kind of a way. Is that an every woman yeah, kind of way though? Yeah, it is. Well, she's it an is. Artist, it so, makes yeah, her yeah, less yes, than maybe. the like. That was not super. A, I here's think my, you're here's way off question. on the every woman. That's not an every yeah, I'm not sure woman. Every I think woman it's 1990s. That's not what every. That's not an every I, woman that, haircut. Not maybe not an every woman, but that was a popular haircut of sure, the time. Sure. That's true. I mean, I'm is, meaning that it was. I think it made you were her to look make more her approachable. Less to me more. Okay. Right. Okay. Gotcha. That does lead to a question here. How did you feel about her in this movie? How do you feel about her in general? Because that uh, when I was watching this, I was remembering how big of a star she was when we were younger. Yeah. And then I look back on it now. I'm like, I don't know if she was ever really great. No, I've never been a huge I fan, saw. but I didn't I I wasn't compelled by her in this, but I also didn't think she did a bad job. I thought no. she, was good yeah, she was good at what she needed to do. I don't know. It's for me in this role. It was hard for me to separate the writing from the acting. I mean, she's written to be a little bit. Eh. I mean, it's it's, the, it's just interesting because Sam Wheat's character really like steals the show here. I, I would agree. This won the Oscar for best original screenplay, which is <clears throat> it, I mean, shocking. Th that might just be. For There's the nothing idea. interesting in anything. Uh, yeah, whatever. Anyway. But I just I just I'm watching this and I'm just thinking I'm like, OK, she's there. There are moments Ira, 
our, our listener was actually bringing this up. He goes, the interesting thing about her in this movie, and I do kind of agree, is there are moments where she's it seems like she's in character. And then there's moments where just kind of like Demi Moore is there. Oh. Like there's scenes I think are great. Like I think her at the end of this movie in terms of like that big end sequence, which we can talk about in a little bit, like where Sam's leaving and stuff like, I, like that performance, I think is great. And then there's just other moments that were just kind of like, eh. but yeah. I don't know if that's her or just what they want out of that character, because I really feel like she is almost just a plot device. I agree. You know, she's just kind of there to move his story along. Like, does she really evolve throughout this movie in no. any way? Or And it's hard to think because he's so dynamic. It's hard to think. I, I mean, I don't think that they're comparable actors. I don't I think that Patrick Swayze is going to outshine her every time. But if we put somebody stronger next to him, I don't know if the writing allows that person to really shine in that role. I think it, it really it's a Sam Wheat story. Yeah, they're not really focused on her. Right. So no. And, and you also have to balance, you know, there has to be, I guess, some level of stability or just kind of anchor yeah. there, because on the other side, you have Whoopi Goldberg who's doing wild. her whole thing. And Carl is well. all kinds of sinister and creepy. I mean, the Carl's, scene with him taking his shirt off for the second time. Carl, Holy oh Hannah. Gosh. One of the okay. creepiest. That, is, on that is one of the Ugh. funniest moves ever to accidentally spill the co- what's it called? Let me just take my yeah. shirt off. He accidentally yeah. spills. I think you missed that. He, he, no, I did yeah. see it. I don't know. No, he was looking for a way to be able to take his shirt off, though. Like he was like, "How can I just be able to take How my shirt off?" How is that the move, though? Because then uh, that'll be it. She'll be. I it'll be irresistible. Be on my shirt. Yes, it will remind and, and gonna, her oh of the God. shirtlessness yeah. you're of Sam. Sl- you're going to want to sleep with me. A That's week it. Once after you your... see my nipples, it's over. Well, a, a week after your soon-to-be husband yeah. is murdered right all, in front of you. That's all you need to see my pecs. Yeah. Yeah, that was such a creepy scene. So cringy. I, I, we do have to appropriate a film that is so progressive that the only nudity in it is male nudity. I agree. I do I agree. Mean, that's yeah. very forward thinking. Yeah, of, we only uh, get film. we get Demi uh, taking her shirt off, but turned away from the camera. Tastefully yeah. away Ta- from a the tasteful, camera. Yes. Tasteful back. Oh, and that man, there are some creepy scenes in this, but they're like supposed to be right. Yeah. So when the guy is in their apartment and like Sam can't communicate to her yeah oh my gosh the suspense in that moment and then when he's there and she's getting undressed i mean you i thought that was done very well in terms of the audience is immediately in sam's shoes Mm -hmm. like wanting to yell for demi do you mean jack whoever the person is yeah whatever Whatever his name is (laughs) whatever his name is you just want to be able to warn her yeah right yeah fabulous um okay so i think there's a couple of scenes well, actually, let's do Whoopi first, and then we'll talk about the, the two scenes that are probably most talked about. So Whoopi Goldberg wins the Academy Award for this. Um, good stretch for her, just like Patrick Swayze, Demi Moore, all right. I mean, all of them were kind of hitting on almost every movie at this point. She has sister act around this time as well and things. Her performance delivered for me in a way that I think I was looking for Martin Shorts and Father of the Bride to deliver, but she's actually in this enough to deliver and is still as good as I I remembered it. Classic Whoopi is good. Yeah. You know, I love some sister act. She's really funny. We loved her in soap. Soap, soap dish. 
Yes. Soap dish. Soap, soap dish. dish. Yeah. yeah. Soap dish. She's great. Oh God. You know what movie I love her in? Uh, I'm going to get the title wrong. Boys on the side. The one where she was with Drew Barrymore and um, oh, yeah. no, Mary that's, Louise that, Parker. That's, yeah, that's. Oh, my. And that soundtrack. Oh, Jesus. So that movie is a killer. Oh, I love some Whoopi. Yeah. I, she, and it's so interesting with me for her because I, I kind of question. She's on The View now and all. It's just like so uninteresting to me. But like I like her, her as an actress. I yeah. Her yeah. performance in this I thought was great. There's uh-huh. like the different emotions she's playing like the con artist yep. part at the beginning which is funny with her i'm assuming her sisters yes, or friends that's how they have them in imdb that whole, yeah that whole thing is fabulous yep. but then you get this those other scenes like when she's going to get the check yeah. that mm-hmm. sam has gotten away from carl and it's four million dollars and the way she plays the tension and all I, I just think there's a huge scope to her performance here that is Fabulous, like definitely deserving. Absolutely. Of an Academy Award, and that by is the way. The, you know, the way that she's challenged with, you know, playing this part where like she's the only one who can hear this person and she's like slightly aware of that. Like the, the duality of I'm talking to a human in front of me and a spirit beside me and having to kind of navigate between those two conversations and also realize that this human in front of me is going to think that I'm out of my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, she does it really well. Yeah. 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 I, I just, I, I, yeah, I think it's one of those ones that really like carried over. It's interesting too, because I think, we were old enough when Titanic, for example, came out that we had an understanding of that movie. I think with Father of the Bride, we were younger and maybe that colored our view a little bit of what it was. I think this is a pretty heavy movie to have been maybe watching. But this is 90? Younger. Yeah, 90. I don't think I saw this until I was older. Mm. I definitely didn't see this when I was 10. Do you think yeah, you saw just, it yeah. pretty I young? I didn't see it in the theater, but I think I saw it Yeah, as soon as it was rentable. Well, was it, is it PG-13? What is it? E, probably. I don't think it's R. I mean, I guess it could be R-rated, but no nudity. There's not a lot of profanity or anything. To me, it, this Where is Where like is the ratings? Yeah, it's PG-13. PG-13. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was such a big film, too. Yeah. I mean, people yeah. were. No, I, yeah. But I, I just think she's great. And, you know, I agree. It, it, she's an example of I just I'm like you, Katie. I just unless she acted more. And I mean, that's probably a byproduct of Hollywood. You know, yeah, they, they age women out in ways that are not appropriate. And that's probably the answer to that question mm-hmm. of. You know, why do you end up going on the view instead of being in movies? It's probably because I mean, listen, that's a good deal. It's a good. Well, you know, a lot of folks, not a lot, but uh, actors have talked about that decision to not go forward with the movie career. You know, it it changes the way that for women, it's it's always been interesting when you hit a certain age in Hollywood. they, They don't get the opportunities and yeah, they don't call you. Yeah. And I would imagine. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, but, but you're not looking at somebody stuff. who is necessarily in that role. She has always played the interesting part, not necessarily. I think where we've seen the biggest problem for women in film is when they've played the romantic lead yeah. and then that transition to yeah. being older, 
you know, they get, go? they start getting right. discriminated against. Right. right. I don't know. Yeah. I, but she's fabulous. And then I Whoopi, guess do a movie. We would love to see you in another movie. I know. Whoopi. Well, she was in, I think she was, I, I don't, I she's in Picard. Do, yeah. I was going to say hmm. she, she's doing that. She's, right? Yeah. She, she was on, I didn't know. I'm sorry. Whoopi. No. She, she was I'm on, um, she was on in next generation. She was, yeah, she was the, on that. She was like the closest I remember. thing yeah, yeah. Picard had to like a lady friend. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of. She was the bartender. Um, and I guess the last of the the four major players in this is Tolly Goldwyn oh. as Carl. President Fritz. And man, oh. is he it's good bad guy. Good in this good, movie. He's well, a hate the face for me. Oh, oh no, Jim. He's, he's, he's my a shooter bank. McGavin. No, no, no. I mean, like he... He's you so, see him and he invokes. Like, yeah, yeah. Like he, he's hatred, usually. Uh, yeah, because of this movie, he's just like, I just oh, dislike the character so much. See, he plays the president in Scandal, and I think he is dead sexy. Mm. I just think his like performance. Oh, fantastic. I, but I, I like, I've never, forever, I haven't thought about it. Like we've talked about who are like the all time sleazy. Paul Reiser, you know, like aliens. Paul Reiser oh, aliens, unbeatable. I know, but oh, I'm so like, good. man, this this is a character that you can at least put in. If this was like a pop battled episode, like top five sleaziest characters in oh, a yeah. movie. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, he could be in that top. I mean, five. he makes he makes bad choices, but he does not want Sam to die. True. That that is an accident. But he does want to sleep with his girl. after the fact. Yes, yes. that is and one that of the breaks the bro code in a big way. And everybody yeah. else. Yeah. 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 Who gets in? He his goes way. from bad just, to worse. Yeah. Yeah. I just I don't know. I just thought that's not something I remember. I remember like hating him, but I was like blown away mm-hmm. by the way he plays that i thought his acting again jim you said at the beginning the acting is like with the leads in this is really good really good i like it i also love i love the random little scene with patrick swayze getting trained on how to actually touch physical items that's the one that i i remember that the most out of this what is that man's name Um, that actor i forget he's such such an interesting guy um love that scene and so then that shift in you know in the rising action of the movie that now he has the power vincent chiavelli uh yes. you know that now he he can touch things in the physical and realm haunt people oh and, uh, oh my type. gosh yeah, and the iconic so it's interesting to think that like whatever you think of this movie the pottery scene the clay Coming back around, we see it at the beginning. Sexy scene with Patrick Swayze and Demi Moore. We see it come back around with Whoopi. He loves the jeans in the. They, in the he in loves the, the jeans. He does. Lo- he does. Patrick he does Swayze. Well. It's funny because as a dancer, you'd be like, "Do you wear jeans very much?" Is he can do. He, can do he does. He wears jeans. the jeans. Yeah, he does a roundhouse yeah. kick in the jeans. Yeah. This, this was he, he well does, before they had stretchy jeans. They are not stretchy. No, these these were Lee jeans. He makes them stretchy. Levi's maybe. That's how powerful he is. But he seems like a Lee man. Yes. He is not wearing any underwear. To the pottery scene because there's I, I would say there's two sequences out of this film that are fairly iconic iconic yeah. iconic scenes yes yeah. and the first is the pottery wheel yeah um sequence which is like one of those it, it 
it's like mocked or played on in commercials. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's a naked Saturday Night Live skit. Yep. Every, every. Oh, the Naked Gun. I forgot about that. Oh, oh yeah. my God. The Naked Gun <laughs> one's fabulous. But it, it led to a question I asked on our, our social media, which is mm. that sequence is also tied directly to the Righteous Brother song. Like when you if you're somebody who was of age when that yeah. movie came out and you hear that song, you are immediate like there's a connection there between that. And like, what are other movies that do that? But also I think the editing of that sequence is, is beautiful. So what do you, what comes to your mind? And then I can also give some people shared with us. The, 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 so my favorite is tiny dancer and almost famous will always be my favorite because they all hate each other on the bus after getting to a giant fight. And then you know, Tiny Dancer comes on in as they're traveling, and one by one they all start singing. It's one of the best scenes that depicts like what music can do. The and then I would say there's probably four in Pulp Fiction, uh-huh. and so you can pick any of those. But I have to go with um, "Stuck in the Middle with You" from Reservoir Dogs. Oh, that scene one. where That's he's cutting good. off the policeman's ear to that song is I I remember seeing that in high school and being like I have never seen a, a, a scene Music like that before like in that way too right, right. To- it, there was like a juxtapose of like this happy go lucky song and this like brutal torture sequence well there's something I think Katie's tied to it as well, I think with Patrick Swayze, because I think there's sequences in Dirty Dancing as that's well. My, where that's fine, Brian. Are you okay, are you choosing Dirty go? Dancing? No, 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 no. Well, then I, let I'm, me I'm take just, it. Okay, go with it. <laughs> so, Dirty Dancing for me, the soundtrack of that film is how I can make my way through the entire story because, like, the music and the scenes are so intertwined. But what was interesting to me, my favorite scene of the film involving song um the song is actually not on the original soundtrack which i was shocked so i had to look it up so it's cry to me it's the scene Mm. in patrick swayze's cabin and he and baby sleep together for the first time very sexy he puts the song on the on the little turntable on the record player and i mean I think anybody of our generation, we have a moment with that song. <laughs> it's it's iconic. Uh, like, but, I, uh, but it is. And I think it's Swayze, though. Like, it's I think, Swayze. Like, the man is he, dead sexy. But how he moves, yep. he, it's almost choreographed in the way he yeah. does it. And it's the same it's vibe dancers. of mm, do you something. Do you think Keenan has um, Unchained Melody on his jukebox? Uh, I don't he has know a if he real does jukebox, and we should ask him. Yeah, a um, lot of his jukeboxes are uh, songs are movie related, hmm. movie related ones. All right, so oh. some commenters gave some options, which I thought were great ones. Uh, Glenn said the Layla scene from Goodfellas. Yeah, which is it's yep, only good- it's only the um, the interlude, so it's like the piano to the end. Yep. Yes, that piece it, of it. It's when it's um, when uh, Jimmy's killing everybody involved with the Lafonza heist. Absolutely. Uh, and then we had some stuck in the middle with you. Mm-hmm. That's what Melissa said, just like Jim. Uh, Sean said, you're the best around from the end of Karate Kid, yeah. which is a fabulous you're one. I countered with uh, win in the end from Teen Wolf, 
with some of the worst basketball playing of all time ever taking place in a film. Um, I th- always think another Righteous Brothers song, because I'm a lover of, of course, Top Gun. Um, at the end of Top Gun, they use another Righteous Brothers song that goes right into the end montage. I always think of whatever. Goose in, singing uh, Great Balls well, of yeah, Fire. Yeah, Great Balls of Fire as well. It's just interesting, like when you can use, and the difference, you know, that's not score per se, because I also, just as an aside, I love Unchained Melody's use in this film, mm-hmm. but I love the score piece that they kind of take off of that, that they also use at the end, the other iconic scene, which is now Carl has been killed. He is dead. The light comes back. And, and there's that sequence between Demi Moore and Patrick Swayze where he can find, she can finally hear him. How? I don't know. I, I'll go to Jim of the workings of ghost world there. If that's yeah. explained of how uh, that happens, but yeah, overwhelming love, I think. Okay. Overwhelming yeah. love. Um, but that sequence as well. And then obviously the emotional attachment, if you love Patrick Swayze, that that was the sequence when he passed away that they were playing and using in all the montages of his idea of going to, to heaven. But that I think sequence is maybe at the core of why people have an attachment to this movie, because I think this idea that if you lose someone to be able to have one final conversation with them when you know that's the final conversation and it is cheesy as hell but the fact that they've been playing up the whole time that when she'll say he you know he'll say ditto to her and she does that to him but it works oh it's so good it it works so and i know it's like crazy but it works so well all right now Bri, I didn't read all of the film pairings, uh, but I yeah. am shocked that you haven't mentioned the say anything iconic moment of the oh, stereo yes. over the yeah. head. Has no yes. one said in one. your eyes? Because I feel like one. that's got to be on like one. top that's, ten. No, I have oh, another one. That, I know that yeah. Laura Merrick gave us quite a oh, few. Yes, quite hold on, hold on. Can I? All right, you go. You do you. Well, this one's related to Laura as well. Rad. Rad. The bike dance. Yes, scene. I said that to her. Send yes. me, is that send me an angel? Send me an angel. And then well, which I, one is the ass sliding scene? I thought that was ass sliding as well. Oh, I think they did. They might have done it. No, twice. no, no. They two songs. It. Maybe they did an instrumental. Yeah. Did they do an instrumental version of it? Um, but I don't know. There's something about to me that that scene, the end scene with the light. And I, by the way, I think to me more, it might be some of her best work, honestly, like when she's sitting there and Whoopi is under in your heart. So yeah, but (laughs) no, but she's so interesting to me because I think she plays that scene. Great. She's so restrained in that. It's just like her character to me. It's so interesting watching it because she plays so many different levels to it. I feel like that is, a well more like that character is so more well developed than a lot of characters in movies. And I, yeah. And I never thought of that. I always thought of as a crazy performance, but she anchors that. And then Patrick Swayze, he is so good in that film in terms of that sequence, like that alone, that performance, just that five minutes to me is the, the, I, I, so two of the things that I had a problem with in this movie Oh, I thought we were still talking about songs and scenes because I still have more. Oh, well, the, the well, sliding we'll is thunder we're in still... your heart. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. But the, so the uh, 
you know, this is definitely one of those films that got the rest of America scared of New York City. The the fact that they walk out of a theater and are on a street where there's not there's another nobody there. there's not another human being within no, five blocks. Just turns the person. corner. Nobody uh, in the city. I guess you know New York was slightly different in 1990, but it wasn't not like that. that. <laughs> um, I will always love you from the Bodyguard. That has to be on uh, the list. Of course, too. absolutely. That's not in the movie. Time. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's uh, the end. No, it's the end. Yep. I, I it's don't the, think it's that has like the, the scene. It's the most intense moment. Mm, it is the really. Yeah. It's the, hug, like the music it's the, video is the, intense. I don't know. It's if the that hugging is. of her. The yeah, carrying of her. I just from think. The stage. I just think the that. Yeah, you're right. I just think it's different when the song is that the characters are hearing the song. Yes, I agree with you. And. Yeah. But I don't know if you would put that in a different category. Uh, I think it no, impacts your right. experience. But I, so I would say that's part of what I like about the scene in Dirty Dancing is that yeah. the character is playing the song right. and so they're interacting and with I the think, song. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. So in general, though, I just have to say, like, I always think of that end sequence. And I just, I, I don't know. I just think it's so well done in terms of how they create that. And so if you look at, and I actually do think he should have been nominated for an Oscar for this. And oh, I know that yeah. sounds crazy, but here are the other people from that year. Jeremy Irons for Reversal of Fortune. Has Never anybody ever seen Reversal of no. Fortune? No. Uh, Kevin Costner dances with wolves. Mm-hmm. Okay. Years. Robert De Niro and Awakens, Awakenings. Oh, I've, I've heard it. that that's excellent. I've never it's, seen it's it. It's very good. Uh, Gerard de Pedu. Uh, from Cyrano de Bergerac and Richard Harris from The Field. I'm sorry. I've never I seen it. I think Patrick Swayze should have been on that list. Yeah. I just love it. I, there's few movies that end and it's just almost like a, a gut punch, right? Like you see him, wa- like, I don't know, a Field of Dreams, I think of at times, like what they're doing at the end. I, love I don't it. know. I, he, I agree with you, Brian. He's fantastic in this. I I, I give it. Patrick Swayze all of the Oscars. I, he got, again, I want to the Tonys. I, again, I want to get I all can, of the things. <laughs> we have been accused of being um, crumogeny, mm. gr- Grinch like. I don't think times. you two have. It depends. Jim, I was trying to be nice. I was trying not to. John Wick. On you. John Wick is. I turn into trying, a curmudgeon. Trying, trying to put it all on you. Yeah, there have been films like The Notebook yep. or, yep. Yeah. I mean, just you know, Pretty Woman. The rookie. Step on them. Step on them. The, but the, the rookie. Listen, that we give me anything with Patrick Swayze. Oh, my God. All day long. I will. Yep. We'll have to do Red Dawn. I will. Oh, I, yes, I have not seen that. That is we what I have should. Not seen. I actually do think we should also do The Outsiders, by the way. I have yeah. seen that. Because the, it's very good. Yeah, it's very good. Uh, Stay gold, so this is, yeah, so I think this is absolutely a movie that people should watch. Watch this movie. Has anybody watch not seen again. Ghost? I feel like everybody's seen Ghost. The I, new, you the, new the youngins, the what, youngins haven't is, watched it. Yeah, but you know what? When's the last time most people watched Ghost? Yeah, it's been a while. It might have been this a is, long time. This, this is, is up for a rewatch, a everybody. It's up for the rewatch. Watch I feel it. like right. rewatch is tough these days. It doesn't, it's not the same as like when we were younger and you had like a small set of videotapes to go and pick from. 100%. There is so yeah. many uh, choices. You feel like that. you're almost left yeah, so we, behind. We have like to, we have to remind people about the movies that they should this is, search this out. This is worth your time. Watch it. Yeah. Worth your time. Uh, okay. Question now. King of the Hill, bottom of the barrel. Hmm. Is this better? And when we say better, in my mind, at least how I rank this, is would I watch this film oh. 
over the tragedy of Macbeth. It's certainly not worse than Father of the Bride. We know no. that. So it solely comes down. It, would you put this film on your top of your hill over the tragedy of Macbeth? I have already made it known that I would. I think Macbeth was a beautiful piece of art and all that type of stuff. The odds of me rewatching that within the next 12 to 24 months is almost non-existent. The, the, uh. I could watch Ghost again on Jim and Kitty's Apple TV, which is how I watched it. Um, where do you two stand on it? I absolutely loved Macbeth, and I would watch that again in a heartbeat. I have to put Macbeth over this. Yeah, I think I do too. All right. I am on a hill by myself. I am <laughs> the king right. of my own I am the king of my own hill. King and of I the will castle. kill both of you, just like Macbeth killed. King of the castle. I am king of my own. Uh already it's time for double feature. Till nuns Here's come to the oil field. Question. What film would you pair? With Ghost to make the ideal double feature. Mm-hmm. Some commenter options. Maria said The Notebook. Maybe. 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 I think she was even questioning herself no. as soon as she said it. Jerry brought up Roadhouse. Jerry, for once in your life, I agree Roadhouse. with you. Well, no, I have another suggestion, but I'm with you. Great idea. Uh, and Meg suggested About Last Night, which is a classic um, mid-80s to me, more Rob Lowe hmm. film, actually. All right, all right. In and around that time period. About love. Uh, I'll start out. Go. There's there's only one thing that could have made ghost a better film. Mm. And that thing is Sam wheat coming back reincarnated as the boyfriend of Demi Moore's daughter, <laughs> just like Robert Downey Jr. Did in Emile Ardellino's chances are there's your pairing ghost and chances are that's so funny because that will never get old. I thought you were going to say um, that he would come back reincarnated as a dance instructor in a high class summer camp. <laughs> wow, that could have worked. That could have worked that's as well. My double feature. I'm going what? Patrick Swayze all day. I want to watch him with baby. Second, second movie. Absolutely, can't beat it. Uh, Jim, what are you um, pairing with Ghost? I'm going with m- pairing a more scary look at trying to figure out what's going on in the afterlife. Ooh, of course, starring, starring a lot of people that would have been contemporaries of these. Death Ooh, becomes hold on. I hope I know where this is going. I think I know what it is. Starring Kiefer Sutherland. I know it. And Julia Roberts. Yes. Oliver Platt. Yes. Flatliners. Yes. Yes. There's something Great about choice. the way that that movie approaches the afterlife and this movie approaches the afterlife that really they're not really con- they're they're not connected but there is a similar vibe in some way um and i i loved flatliners oh, i remember so i've seen it i remember watching it like two or three times and just being fascinated by the whole premise of the movie which is kind of nuts yeah, I just and I remember they made an update, which I think was awful. But the first one is is really good. Yeah. Uh, Laura Mack really would like to submit Ghost Dad as a potential <laughs> yes, That's right. She said Ghost Dad. <laughs> she had Ghost Dad. Is that a, isn't that not a Bill Cosby movie? I, think I that's don't know. Why I might. I think I'm that confusing might be why it with Major Dad. Did you yes. ever watch that show? <laughs> yes. Or Major Pain with Marlon Wayans. Another 
something you shouldn't be watching. All right. Uh, so those are our double features. Um, it is now going to be time in a moment. I'm doing like a long, go ahead. long pause here uh, for five questions. Here you we want go. answers? You want answers? answers? I want the truth. What makes a man, Mr. Lebowski? What the fuck is the internet? Let the record show that Katie hit the right button. Yes, she did. Katie hit the button. She is 100% there. Sometimes I pay attention. Uh, unlike Jim. Uh, all right. All right. It's time for five questions this week. And I oh, Jim and I talked about who's this for the show. You are. Who, who's hey. answering? Yeah, Katie is answering this. Okay. Okay. I'm, we going go. in, I'm going in blind to this. I oh, haven't perfect. seen these questions ahead of time. All right. So Would it matter we go. if you did? You well, watched the whole movie yes. And I don't do Patrick well Swayze's character on name moment's Jack. notice. So, so here, we go. here we go. All right. Five questions. Here we go. First question. Thumbs up or thumbs down. Are you thumbs up or thumbs down on psychics? I am thumbs down. <clears throat> that does not mean that I don't believe in them. <clears throat> I mm. do believe... In psychic abilities, I don't trust myself with them. Okay, expand on that. Because I, would, I, I am I somebody who would be easily influenced by whatever the psychic would tell me. Mm. And then I would, I think, maybe think too hard about things, maybe mm. stress out about stuff mm. that doesn't need to be stressed out so about. You, you don't talk about Bruno. I don't talk about Bruno. I again, I many of my friends have gone to psychics and I I I don't necessarily uh give a side eye. Like I believe that there are people that can be go-betweens. I just Conduits I don't I don't need to be in that room. I don't need to be in the room where that happens. Okay. You're going to stay away from that. All yeah. right, here we go. Uh question 2. Uh, Katie, would you rather meet a ghost or an alien? A ghost. I don't want to meet a ghost, but if I had to choose, I would meet a ghost. I think that ghosts are friendly spirits, despite the bad rap that they've been given. Mm, I think if ghosts rap. are here, they're not here to haunt us. They're here because they love us. So you have a very like New Testament view of ghosts. Sure. As opposed to like an uh, Old Testament. Yeah, no, I just think uh, I believe in like folks spirits just still being just around out having a good time yeah you you what if it was like the middle ground like a dickensian ghost i don't like it you see what i did there yeah i did dickensian. i liked I how like you that. made it into an it's, like it's a wire it's a wire reference very well done yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I love lester that. Does lester use that <laughs> no the, the, the newspaper i forget what oh, yes. dickensian. Right. baltimore sun right yeah. uh all right katie uh fill in the blind question if you were going to make something in a pottery class you'd make um, I'm I'm good with bowls. I like a bowl is a reasonable object for me to make on a wheel. It's small. I can make a really tiny one and then say I plant it, but really just like I can't get it any larger than that. Um her rocking the tall vase, that is like expert level. I have taken pottery classes, several of them. Um Laura Merrick thinks that she can rock a cocktail shaker on the pottery wheel. Ooh, Challenge accepted. I would like to see it. Shaker. I, I will be it. making a small bowl. Bowl. I will kickstart that. Can All right. Start that. Brian will be making a <laughs> diorama. <laughs> Wait, and what's his face? We'll be painting the wine bottles. 
Yeah, uh, 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 Mr. Richard Wine Bottle or Tour. Richard Greco, Greco will Greco. be painting the wine bottles and Laura Merrick will be throwing Richard, cocktail yes. shakers on the pottery wheel. As we listen to Send Me an Angel and Jim rides a BMX bike around the room. Yes. It's going to be an amazing experience for everyone. Uh, I got question pegs. four. Uh, favorite question. Uh, Katie, what is your favorite Demi Moore um, film? It's, it's this. this. This is the one. I, really? Yeah. What What else is on the list for you? I don't know. I'm like, G.I. Uh, Jane. Yeah, a few, few good, good men, men for me. But G.I. Jane is... Uh, I mean, what else are we comparing it to? The problem is, the question oh, is I, like... Oh, Indecent Proposal gives me the heebie-jeebies. Oh, that, yeah. Indecent Proposal is a disturbing I don't film want that so in my levels. life. Um, no, Dan, we need to go to our early work. Her early work yeah. is the only thing Here that would go. be in yeah. the contending. And yeah, this is it. Striptease. Royal juror. Striptease. Mm, it's this. It's this. Yeah. Definitely this. The juror, I think, is is a pretty good movie. Alec yeah. Baldwin. That's not a bad movie. It's not The as Butcher's good as Wife. No. No. Nothing no. but trouble. No. It's this. Oh, God. Okay. Nothing That's but fair. trouble is... <laughs> Oh I'm gosh. surprised Brian hasn't made us do it. It is I maybe my even, least favorite I, movie ever I made. Tales from I the can't crypt. watch that. I can't TV watch series. that movie. That movie's One so Crazy good. Summer, dude. Dude, One Crazy Summer is a good movie. I've actually. never seen that. What? John Cusack, what? right? Nope. Oh, it. Absolutely, it's John Cusack. It's fabulous. Put that nope. on the list. All okay. right, finally, deep, deep thoughts question. Would you ever want to be a ghost? Mm. Yes. 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 The thing that scares me most about death is that there's nothing. Like the so people that are that believe that there is no afterlife, um, that is a terrifying thought to me. That like all we have is the time that we have on the earth, and then there's nothingness. I still remember. I still remember a dream I had when I was a child. It was a, a nightmare, and it was a dream that we die, and then there's just nothing nothing i still remember that nightmare from being a kid and like that is one of my i'd say that's a top fear for me it's like that this is it and when our time is up there's nothing after that your consciousness is just gone all right i mean that just got real heavy yeah so sign me up for ghost life i am all in and yep. let's talk about recommendations. <laughs> yes, recommendation time. Uh, I recommend getting a good night's sleep tonight <laughs> while you ponder existence to one, to and stare into the, the void. Please stare into the void Gives and have an existential hope. crisis yep. tonight. Uh, all right, what is everybody recommending this week? I mean, how about I go first? Okay. Yeah, go, please. I would recommend uh, The Crow, which I watched oh, on man. Paramount Plus. I hadn't seen it in ages. I thought it was it was really good. It was a really I have not movie. seen it in forever. Yeah. I hadn't either. And I was I was I was another great soundtrack. That was one of the first soundtracks I remember that like started to put those alternative nineties bands yeah, in Stone there. Temple Pilots yeah. and everybody on Big the MP. mainstream. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was great. And my criterion choice this week is um the magnificent Ambersons, which is Orson Welles follow up to Citizen Kane. Hmm. Fabulous. Um, we just found and binged Abbott Elementary, which I would highly recommend. I've been recommending to all, especially if you are a teacher or know a teacher or are a parent and your kids have teachers. It's fantastic. It has a Philly connection. I'm hoping it I gets better. Love I'm it. 
I love it. Oh, you're not as impressed. It's it's fine. It's fine. Fine. Oh. It is certainly not fine. The office I'm not or Parks and Rec. The no, but that's yet. what other other yeah, people are saying. No, I'm not putting saying. it up on that platform it's, yet. But I think it has a promising future. Yeah. Well, that's all it needs. Promising. Yep. Good characters, funny stories, and I love that they. <laughs> yeah, that that the, they do a good job with the portrayal of the kids. And the portrayal of the teachers, I think. There's a dumbing down of the kids that I don't like. Oh, I don't think so. Okay. I disagree. Hmm. Okay. All right. All right. Well, join us <laughs> next time when we start our fifth podcast on the show. That and I've we never... just started Reacher. Yes, which I love intrigued. the books. Yes, I love all the books, mm-hmm. so I have to start watching that. Um, Jim, anything? Um, No, not really. I guess. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's all. That's oh, uh, I was on... Uh, I was on um, Pop Addled talking about Green Room. I would recommend that movie to anybody who likes movies that may or may not disturb them on some level. Weird. Nobody likes those. Midsummer. It's. I know. It's not like Midsummer. It's a violent. Oh, I'm not in. I'm not movie with Patrick. But it it is not. Um, I don't. It's not flippantly violent. All week I've been watching just clips of Patrick (sighs) Stewart reading Shakespeare on YouTube. I have absolutely, absolutely have not been. Oh, Brian, that made me. He's apparently in the trailer for. uh, (laughs) Yeah, or his voice is in the Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Uh, We have one more recommendation. We got a game that the kids. Freaking love, and we love it too. Fun for the whole family. Our eight-year-old has won twice, and we did not let her win. We were actively trying to win. Mm. So, Chicka Pig, look it up. Chicka. You're gonna love right. it. It love is that. the best game ever. That it might be the best game we've ever played. Chicken pig hybrids and uh, cow turds. Okay. Uh, that, that. What else do you want? Uh, remember, episodes from the Shit Show, Shit's Creek podcast will be season three is coming soon. Sometime soon. Get ready. And we have like stopped doing this on the show instead of uh, talking about what our next episode will be in case it changes. Mm-hmm. But I feel secure enough to say our next episode will be Kevin Bacon <gasps> dancing around a town in Footloose. Secret shame. I've never seen the movie. I am so excited. This I have year. not seen this. You in know so how long. I feel about dancing and yeah. Kira Sedgwick oh and anything Kira Sedgwick. I know there's a, there's a dancing well, montage in, in the middle. One? No, but she loves Kevin one. Bacon. Okay. <laughs> and we can talk about our Bacon Brothers story. Our Bacon Six Brothers. Six degrees of uh, Kevin, Kevin Bacon. We, yeah. have, we have one we have degree one. of Kevin Bacon. Yes. Shook his hand. Yep. Shook his hand. Fabulous. I'm, uh, I'm all right. so proud we'll of you for doing that. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see everybody next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.